If you've heard the phrase, it's a dog-eat-dog world, it, it just means that you have to look out for number one and then kind of fight others to get yours. And this mentality is nothing new. In fact, in the time of Christ, this was probably the most common way that people lived. But from our gospel, Jesus is challenging people with a different way of life. So let's hear how Christ's teaching from 2,000 years ago about how to turn the other cheek can be helpful for us. But then second, how this is not a call to be a doormat by any means. It's actually a very clever way to be Christian, even in hostile situations. So to begin, let's set the scene for Christ's teaching. Our gospel comes from the fifth chapter of Matthew. Um, in context, Jesus has gathered all of his fathers, all of his followers. These are just scores of people who are on a mountainside, and it's overlooking the Sea of Galilee. So because of his miracles and his preaching, the crowds just know this Jesus is someone different. So they're looking to him for guidance, and he's giving a whole new way of life. So what we heard is a section from the Sermon on the Mount. Jesus just making point after point about the true way to live. So in our gospel, he continues, Jesus continues the Sermon on the Mount. So in this day, there was this universally accepted way of life, and you heard it, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. It comes from the famous rule of Hammurabi, if you know that, from about 1800 BC. So in short, it says, if someone destroys something of yours out of justice, you should destroy something of theirs of an equal value. In short, this way of life just tells people, live a life of strict justice. You hurt me, I hurt you. However, this isn't why we were created. Jesus is trying to teach us that a world of strict justice is just going to leave people frightened of each other. And what happens with fear, fear always leads to anger. So to correct this, Christ teaches us, turn the other cheek. And there's a hidden genius behind turning the other cheek that, that you and I in our modern ears don't even realize. Hearing this in our day and age, it feels like Jesus wants us to be a doormat, to be walked all over by other people. But the opposite is true. Turning the other cheek actually, actually lovingly corrects the other person that's acting out of hate. And let me explain. In the time and place of Christ, when someone wanted to degrade or punish another person, they would use the back of their dominant hand to strike them on the side of their face. So if I'm right-handed, I would strike the person on the right side of their face. However, if someone struck that way, would turn the other cheek and offer it, it would kind of be awkward for that person and difficult to like, well, how do I strike again? Do I kind of do I go like that or do I switch hands? And it's in that awkwardness that the person would have to look at themselves and saying like, well, wait, why am I doing this in the first place? What Christ is really teaching is that when we are offended or treating poorly, we are meant to handle the situation in an intelligent way that makes the person who's offending think about what they're doing. Our actions should be forgiving but in a way where the offender has to stop and think, like, what am I doing? So a practical example, if a loved one in a moment of anger acts unfairly towards you, turning the other cheek is replying in a calm, low voice, okay, I see you're very upset, especially if I cause this. So 
how can we fix this? When done in a caring way, it's still going to validate how they feel, but your calm response invites them, look at the situation, look at yourself. This anger isn't going to get us anywhere. Your calm gives them the opportunity to see this and then recognize that, oh, you're actually here to help me and support me. So I also think about, and a great example is the Little Sisters of the Poor. I don't know if you remember this, but around five or six years ago, the government took them to court. They are an, an order of nuns who, they do a lot of things, but mostly they run hospice care for homeless people who can't afford any end-of-life care. Some of the sisters are nurses, others just clean the patients, keep them company. But in short, every person there, no matter of their status, homeless, poor, they get to die with someone holding their hand. It's a beautiful ministry. But because they ran a hospice care with medicine and doctors and nurses, uh, the Affordable Health Care Act stated that they needed to provide contraception for their employees, a practice the sisters refused to participate in. So the little sister of the poor, what they do? They turn the other cheek. While the government officials kept threatening them, like, we're going to shut you down and we're going to fine you out of business, the, little, the sweet nuns just kept politely saying no and then followed what regulations that they could. In short, while the sisters were compliant where they could be, they just peacefully stood their ground. It made the government think, wait, are we going to shut down a group of nuns who take care of dying homeless for free? So if it wasn't their conscience that made them change, it was at least the publicity that gave the little sisters of the poor the ability to remain open and get an exemption. This is a beautiful way of how you turn the other cheek. So today, we looked at the Sermon on the Mount, where after miracles and preaching, scores of people are coming to Jesus for the real way of life. Then we saw how Christ, he wanted to change the world, he doesn't want us like eye for an eye and tooth for a tooth because that just leads to hate among us. So Jesus taught us, get rid of that mentality, turn the other cheek, not by being a doormat, do not be walked all over, but by a peaceful resistance and resignation that makes our aggressors stop and ask, wait, what am I doing? This example was perfectly lived out by the little sisters of the poor. So today and this week, especially since this Wednesday is Ash Wednesday and Lent is beginning, I want you to start looking for examples of how to correctly turn the other cheek. Don't let this be a dog-eat-dog world with only strict justice. Be a Christian. Influence others that Jesus has a better way to respond to any situation.